0: Welcome to nightly news. John D Rockefeller, net worth 400 billion. Andrew Carnegie, net worth of 310 billion. Cornelius Vanderbilt, net worth of 185 billion. Madam C J Walker, net worth of 1 million. Hey guys, it's Aliana and I'm going to be talking about Madam C.J. Walker. This was the name that she created for herself, but her official name at birth was Sarah Breedlove. Now, we all know all about the big famous men and their billions of dollars that they made in their lifetime and their net worth, but what about women? Walker was the first woman to be a self-made millionaire and the first black woman to become a self-made millionaire, the wealthiest black woman in America of her time. She remade herself, even her name, and wanted a better life for her and for her daughter. She also wanted to help the black woman in her community and in America with the money that she made from her company. Madam C.J. Walker was born by sharecroppers or ex-slaves. Her parents died when she was just six years old and she moved with her sister and her abusive husband. She married young at age 14 to get out of the house and away from her brother-in-law. She her husband then soon died when she was 20 years old and she was left with her two-year-old daughter, Aaliyah, and she decided to move to St. Louis with where her brothers were located and where she worked as a laundress to make enough money to send her daughter to school. Her early years were like many black women in America. She was poor, doing the runt work, and was shifted from location to location. Walker's life started to turn around when she joined the African Methodist Episcopal Church. It gave her everything that she ever needed and wanted in life. It gave her a community and a source of a background because she didn't grow up with parents to have that background. She also got adult education classes for herself that she took at night when she wasn't being a laundress during the day. And she also got daycare for her daughters. Even with this turnaround in the church, she had the death of her three brothers, and with the help of the church, she made it through this tough time and was able to come out as a better person. Through the church, she began working with a woman named Annie Turbo. This woman helped women of color with their hair. When I say that Turbo helped women of color with their hair, I don't mean making it shinier, curlier, frizzless, the things that we think of in this day of age. Back then, helping people with their hair meant the difference between having it or losing it. Most of the country had bad nutrition and bad chemical exposure due to the factories that they lived in, and because of no running water, they all had really poor hygiene. So this made it impossible for women especially to keep up with their hair. Lice and other sorts of diseases and problems with hair were very, very common. And when women went to their doctor and said, my hair is falling out, the doctor would prescribe a medication and this most likely made the problem worse. And Turbo had the first shampoo that actually helped. Walker had been losing her hair for a very long time. She had a condition, and at the time, they because medicine is not was not as good as it used to be, they couldn't figure out if it was genetics or if it was her environment that was making her hair worse. But she wanted a treatment, and she sought for a treatment for the condition that she had, and she wanted to help women of color with the same problems because white women were more industrialized in the hair industry than colored women, and they had products that helped their hair. And were they the best? No, but did it help them? Yes, and when black people used these products, it made their hair worse because women of color and white women's hair are not the same thing. So when Walker sought for treatment, she found one, and what she made was known as the Walker system. Um, Walker then moved to Denver to start her own hair care product. And she married there, and her husband helped advertise for her because he was a journalist. They ended up traveling all across the South to sell her products to blacks because that's where most of the blacks were located in this time. Her product was roaring with sales. She made $3,600 in the first year, and that was more that she had made in her entire lifetime. She had to change her headquarters, and she had way more work than she could handle, so she ended up having to hire a bunch of employees, which she never thought that she could ever do. So we all remember Turbo. Turbo. The woman who helped Walker start her business start this line of hair products for colored women. Well, when Turbo found that she was making so much more money than her, she tried to fight her in court, and it became this huge case. And during the same time, Walker found out that her husband was cheating on her and was spending all of her money... So she ended up having to get a divorce from him and fighting this case at the same time. And she wanted to commit suicide towards the end of the case, but she realized that all that she had, she worked extremely hard for, and she wanted to live with it, and she wanted to make a difference for the people that were doing good in life and that weren't cheating on her and weren't spending her money and weren't trying to fight her in court instead of supporting her and asking to be a part of the business. When the case came to a close, Turbo dropped the charges and everything went back to normal and Walker was living the life as a single woman. She was living in luxury. She continued to sell her product and continued to make millions and millions of dollars. She owned a house, and she gave that to her daughter, and it became a salon for members of the Harlem Renaissance. She also homed a very luxury country home named Villa Liwaro, and it was named after her daughter. So we've talked a lot about what Walker has done for herself and what she's done for her company and things that have happened in her life. But after she started living this luxury, she wanted to give back to people who were just like her 20 years before this. So this there is a guy named Booker T. Washington, and he started an institution for black men and women to... Learn how to live life after slavery, how to get a job, how to keep that job, how to work in a field. And Walker wanted to be a part of this organization that he had, and he would not let her because she was a woman. Well, Walker showed up to his door multiple times a week, knocked on his door, and was like, I want to be in, I want to be in, I want to be in. And he continued to say no. After a while, she showed up to a meeting that they had unannounced, and Hugh Booker T. Washington was at the front of the room, and he was talking and congratulating all of these people who worked for the money that they had and didn't congratulate Madam C.J. Walker. And she stood up and like announced herself to the room and said, this is what I did. I'm making millions of dollars, and I'm doing a wonderful thing. And from that point on, people started to respect her in the black community and started to look at her as an idol. So from this point on, when everyone started to look at her as a serious person in the black community, she donated to the Tuskegee Institution, which was the... Institution That Booker T. Washington created for black people. She funded scholarships for the women there and she donated large amounts of her money to the NAACP, which is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. And she also donated lots of her money to the black YMCA. She also went around promoting women's talents, women's rights, and she stated that a woman can become president, which was a humongous step for women in this day and age because women's right to vote didn't come out until 50, 60, 70 years later. She also established a network of clubs in her business. So what she did was... If you went out and did volunteer work for your community, for whatever, she would give you an extra bonus and said, thank you for helping our community. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. Just as a way to get people to get out there and to help others. After giving back... Walker died very young. She had a long-term illness and died at age 51. Her daughter was given a third of the business and gave it up. And because her daughter gave it up and couldn't carry out the business and the Great Depression was coming, everything failed. After the Great Depression and years went by, the product line started to rise up again in her memory, and her products are sold in stores like Sephora today. Madam CJ Walker did not change the face of the earth. She did not make an amazing discovery. But what she did was she remade herself. She helped herself become a better person. She became a millionaire and for a black woman in America, which beyond amazes me. And she gave a lot of what she had back to people who were just like her. Her final saying in life was that she wanted to help her race. And I think she very much so did that in her lifetime. And she deserves a lot more credit than where credit has been given.